Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast for Tailborn Meetings with Jesus. This is actually episode 30 of our podcast, and today's lesson is going to be a little bit different than what we've been looking at. It's going to be a little bit longer, um, but there is a lot of information in it, and there's a lot of scripture references in it. Uh, And today we're going to be looking at something that is not talked about a whole lot. Um, is not discussed anywhere, especially in the fire service a whole lot. Today we're going to be talking about pornography. And as uh, any firefighter that has been burned while battling a fire will readily attest to the pain and destructiveness that can be inflicted on the body. Long periods of healing still leave scars, both physically and mentally. Therefore, great effort is taken to reduce the chance of firefighter injury. Adequate training, proper turnout gear, and good tactics provide the best protection. While you can't eliminate all potential hazards, if you are going to be an aggressive interior firefighter, you can be wise and well prepared so that you are not injured due to foolishness or inadequate resources. This study will address the destructiveness of fire. However, it is not about the structural or wildland fire that we battle in the fire service. This study is about a fire that is in the heart. It is the fire of pornography. Is pornography a problem, or is it a harmless way to be entertained? Furthermore, is there any hope for me or a co-worker if we have become become trapped by the lure of pornography? And these are some questions that this study is going to start to answer. So um, we're going to jump right into it. Like I said, it's kind of a long message, but um, it's really a a good message. It's one that really needs to be, uh, be addressed and be listened to. So do you already know that you have a problem with pornography? Do you know someone else that does? If your answer to both of these is no, then you may need to take a deeper look. The statistical evidence found on sites such as com implies that pornography is epidemic. The church is not immune to the problem. Neither is the fire service. Three aspects of the pornography industry have contributed to the rapid increase. One, porn is available. Now, when I was younger, um, you had to look for um, people's stash of magazines or, um, you know, they might be magazines stuck back somewhere, but it wasn't as easy to find as it is today. Um, I know fire stations a lot of times have had porn uh, stuck back somewhere that others would look at. Today, porn is available with the click of a button on a computer or a smartphone, tablet, whatever you might have. You don't have to sneak into an adult bookstore or go into the neighborhood convenience store. Porn can be found wherever you are. You have a computer or a smartphone. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, it's always just a click away. Second, porn is affordable. 
there's roughly $3,075 spent on pornography every second. But it's also available free of charge. A person can spend hours roaming through the internet, viewing every type of pornography, and never spend a dime. Third, pornography is anonymous. Unless someone is looking over your shoulder, you can be looking at a porn site on your computer with complete uh, anonymity. No one will know if you are looking at a porn site or a sports page. Then, with a good cleaner, you can remove most of the evidence. It's like the guy in previous generations who would place a Playboy inside of a Sports Illustrated, hoping that he could get he could hide the porn. Today, it is much easier to keep it hidden. So, if we conclude that porn is pornography is growing, does that necessarily mean that it's a problem? Does it have to become an addiction before it needs to be addressed? The scripture provides the basis for our answers. Pornography induces lust within our heart of the viewer. In Matthew 5.28, Christ said that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery in his heart. Then you can study also Romans 1.18-32. It's a very disturbing picture is presented here. Sexual immorality is one of the results of a debased mind. If we look closely at verse 32, it mentions people who approve of those who practice them. When someone is watching a pornographic video, they are definitely approving the sinful acts of others. Pornography is not harmless. It has damaging effects for the viewer in three areas. First, it affects him or her physically. Recent studies have shown that <clears throat> the persistent viewing of porn affects the brain. While we will not present all of the neurological effects of porn, it does cause the viewer to begin bonding to the images instead of their spouse. It desensitizes the brain so that more and more images are needed to provide the thrill. One conclusion from the studies is that pornography will eventually reduce the sexual enjoyment that a person should be getting from sexual intimacy within their marriage. Second, the second effect is relational. Porn causes unrealistic expectations within relationships. God created marriage so that the man and woman could give themselves to each other, relationally and physically. When a man is watching porn, he is simply receiving from another. He is not giving. Watching porn allows the man to receive sexual pleasures without having to be, to be the strong man that God created him to be. Enjoying porn creates the illusion of intimacy, perverting God's desire for true intimacy within a marriage. The result is extremely damaging to marriages. Spouses feel betrayed and demeaned. A consequence is approximately 56% of divorces today involve some aspect of observance, observing uh, porn on the internet. 
Many marriages are not on the path of divorce. However, the intimacy is shallow because porn is allowed to have its destructive effects. You can see additional uh, about this. Read the story of David and Bathsheba. It begins in Second Samuel chapter 11 with David looking at Bathsheba. David's sins resulted in death and a dysfunctional family. The final effect is spiritual. When a believer in Christ views porn, he is choosing to pursue an idol. When he is looking at porn, he is choosing to turn away from God and to seek his own path for fulfillment. And that's referenced in Jeremiah 2.13. While we are living in this world, we cannot deny the reality that life is not always known. Our tendencies is to do everything that we can to escape this reality. We may pray and try to do everything right before the Lord, but inevitably <clears throat> we will still hurt. We will still be disappointed in relationships. Then the flesh calls us to seek comfort at any cost. And porn, porn seems to be to work. It does uh, kind of ease the pain sometimes. But, you know, just like an anesthesia, the numbness will wear off. And then the pain will return. And then we seek another dose of porn. And with each new dose, we are taking another step away from the intimacy with God. We are choosing to forsake him, determining that he is not good enough to take care of our needs. The spiritual effects of porn are similar to the building of a callus on a runner's foot. When porn, with porn, the gradual progression is rarely seen, resulting in death and the death of him. Is there any hope for the believer who has become trapped by the deceitfulness of pornography. Many people feel uh, they try diligently to battle porn, but they are continuously frustrated in their fruitless efforts. The struggle is pictured well in Romans 7, 14-24. After viewing porn, they often feel terrible about their sins. They heap buckets of guilt and shame upon themselves, vowing that they will never do it again. They committed themselves to purity and godliness, vowing that they will never do it again. However, because they are trying to fight this battle without resilience on the Holy Spirit, their efforts are in vain. Attempting to defeat sin without the Holy Spirit is like a person who is riding a stationary bike. You may pedal vigorously for hours, but when you finish, you've not moved an inch. Without the Holy Spirit, you may have a lot of well-intended activities, but you can do no good. The real battle is not between good behavior and sinful behavior. The critical battle is spiritual. It is between the flesh and the spirit. 
Read Romans 7 through 8. Uh, these two chapters help us to understand the root of the problem. Until we are in heaven, we face this battle every day. When we realize that the real battle is in our heart, then we can see the sin, that sin cannot be managed. It can only be killed. Thankfully, God has provided a path for recovery and restoration. It is the same path for any sin. Read Psalm 51. David wrote this psalm after he was confronted with his sin with Bathsheba. The first step is confession. To confess means to take the offender, that the offender agrees with the offended about the full nature of the offense. The offender should confess his or, to his or her spouse. However, the primary confession should be to the Lord. Confession does not try to minimize the problem. I may be guilty of, of porn, but at least I didn't have sex with another woman. Nor does it try to blame someone else. It's my wife's fault. As indicated above, be cautious that you are not simply confessing the sinful behavior. Confess the behavior, but understand that the behavioral sins are rooted in the sin of the heart. Psalm 51, 6 talks about this, and it talks about that, uh, that they are self-protective attempts to find life without complete dependence on God. Christ addressed this in Matthew 23, uh, chapter 23, verse 25 through 28, when he condemned the Pharisees for looking good on the outside while they were disgusting on the inside. The second step is brokenness. As we confess, we allow ourselves to be broken from the shameful, self-seeking, flesh-driven desire to be comforted by viewing sexual images. We acknowledge that we have no righteousness on our own. Then the third step is repentance. To repent is to turn, to change direction. When we repent, we are turning away from seeking our own path, and we are returning to God. Repentance also involves the changing of what you are putting into your mind. Read, study, memorize, and meditate on God's Word. As you seek to store His truth in your heart, your desire for godliness will grow. Furthermore, repentance involves the practice of putting off the old man and putting on the new man. While putting on the new man does include what you are allowing to enter your mind, you should also determine uh, to avoid situations or locations that entice the flesh. Instead, seek opportunities to minister and to serve, keeping yourself busy with godly and encouraging activity. The final step is revival and restoration. It is the enjoyment of restored intimacy with the Lord God. Then you can begin to see the nearness to God is much more attractive than a false relationship with pornography. While the real battle is in the heart, between the spirit and the flesh, there are practical steps that we can and should take to strike 
a blow against a sinful behavior. We earlier discussed that pornography is valuable, affordable, and anonymous. Each one of these presents, each one of these presents a point of attack where we must engage in. Because porn is available, you can use the alert, avert, and affirm method. Alert. Continuously remind yourself that all porn, including so-called soft porn, is inappropriate. Identify your your triggers. These are the things that remind you of the allure and pleasure of viewing porn. They can be either internal, which could be stress, pain, loneliness, or external. Images on TV, ads, and magazines. And then avert. Um, when you do see an enticing image, look away. Do not allow yourself to stay focused on that picture. We are instructed to flee sexual immorality. Commit yourself daily to purity in your thoughts. And dedicate yourself to purity in the image that, that you are viewing. And then affirm, acknowledge uh, any occasion when you have a victory. Humbly and graciously thank the Lord that his Holy Spirit has enabled you to avoid the temptation. You know, pornography may be affordable in today's culture, since much of it is free. However, when you realize the physical, relational, and spiritual effects of porn, It is anything but free. Do not wait until you have lost control and you've lost everything that's dear to you. Allow the healthier fear of lost or damaged relationships to compel you to stop seeking fulfillment in idols. Although viewing form may be anonymous in relation to other people, only the fool that thinks that he can hide Uh, from God. God is all-knowing and he's everywhere at all times. You have no ability to hide your actions from him. Just like Adam's attempts to hide his sin uh, from God in Genesis, nothing happens outside of God's awareness. Acknowledge his presence and his knowledge in your every thought, every desire, and every act. Once you can accept that your actions are never beyond God's comprehension, open yourself to another believer. Someone who is, a mature, who is mature in their faith. Someone who is safe to, to hear your story. You need to have that someone who you will walk with you as you pursue the journey towards freedom from porn. Let them know the full extent of your struggle Make yourself accountable to them. There are very good software programs that you that will help you monitor your online site that you visit, and they will send a report to your accountability partners. We highly recommend Covenant Eyes. Um, they are a Christ-centered organization that is passionately involved in equipping believers in Christ to effectively battle against this trap of pornography. Fight the battle. Always keep the prayer of Psalm 139, 23, and 24 
at the front of your thoughts. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxiety. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Do not make the mistake of forgetting to put on your spiritual armor. While God has not promised us that we will be free from all temptations in the world, he has given all that we need for godliness. And he will provide the way of escape if we are looking to him. The final victory over the presence of sin will not be complete until we are in heaven. Until then, we can have daily victory. We can walk worthy of calling us children of the Most High God. Now, I just want to talk freely with you just a second here. There's a little bit more in the lesson, but I'm just, I, I feel, I feel led just to, to close with, um, just a little bit of free talk with you. I've struggled with pornography myself. Um, and it is, it's a real addiction. It is real. Um, it can hurt your marriage. It can hurt your spiritual walk. It can hurt um, your friend. And I highly recommend that you get you a, an accountability partner. Um, like the lesson said, pornography is so easy to find nowadays. It's so available and affordable and um, if you really start looking, it's everywhere. It's not just on the porn sites, it's sex sales. And we see that uh, on commercials here in ball games, during uh, NASCAR races, during any type of sporting event, we see that sex sales. And don't fall into that trap. It's easy to fall into that trap. And sometimes it can be a hard struggle to get out. But uh, uh, I ask you, find you an accountability partner. Um, use some of these um, online sites that's available. Covenant Eyes is one, a good one to check out. Um, I've actually used it personally. Um, there's another one, I think it's Fortify. Um, they're both good accountability sites that uh, that help hold you accountable, and your accountability partner can see what you have looked at, um, and um, if we can help you here at the ministry at all, don't hesitate to call, uh, text us, uh, reach out to us. We would love to help you with this walk. Um, I can tell you from experience that it can. Uh, it can get rough. It can get hard sometimes, but we just have to push through and uh, and trust in God. But you also need that help from others, from the accountability part. So I'm going to close with that. Um, I hope you have a good week. And as always, stay safe. And God bless. And if we can ever help you with anything, here at the ministry, check us out on the website, uh, on Facebook. Our contact information is out there. Um, 
if we can ever be of assistance, don't hesitate to, to reach out. Um, hopefully there's going to be some new information coming out soon about the ministry. And um, I'm looking forward to what God's going to do with the ministry. But um, until then, stay safe, God bless. Y'all have a good week.